Hello, welcome to Yellow Pod Sessions, the show where I ask adults the questions my dad asked me as a kid. I am your host, Clay Elliott, and today's guest is actress, comedian, writer, Danny Fernandez. Ow! But before we get to that little house cleaning, we are brought to you as always uh, by Quanta, Quanta CBD. Uh, and either vape or their rub use on aches and pays after workouts before workouts at the end of the day helps you get through it i use it myself if you're interested in going to that go to quantacbd.com or quantacbdvape.com um use yellow pod in the checkout for 15% off. And of course, we're always brought to you by Your V1. Your V1, the app building site. Y-O-U-R, the letter V-O-N-E.com. Help you build an app. Got an app idea? It's called Robot Chick Chicks. And it's where you are a robot, uh, 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 but that is that wants to identify as a female robot. And so you go around a robot doing things that you want to do as a lady robot. That's a bad idea, but it's your right in this world to make it if you'd like. But you're going to need help, so go to your V1. They're going to help you make it. Um, that's it. Let's get to Danny, and then we'll talk afterwards. All right, here she comes. Danny Fernandez in 3, 2, Fun. Comes in handy. Yeah, sure. Comes in handy. And it will. Auditions and also just like connecting with them. Yeah. I hate when people are like, you LA writers. And I'm like, I went to Frisco High School in <laughs> home of the fighting raccoons. I went to Permian. Yeah. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We played them. Yeah. And so it's just like, I know that I know that culture and that like so well. So anytime I have to write anything that takes place there or Austin, I was working on a show that took place in Austin and it's like, no, I fucking know this yeah. like i i grew up do, if you're in texas do do texans consider texas the south or does is it just texas i don't know that's such a good question because it's like the rest of the south doesn't consider us the south oh really yeah the rest of the south does not consider do think, texas are they the are south. they intimidated by you I don't. Uh, well, we used to be like what our own country or some oh, shit. Oh, your own republic. Yeah. So you still are. Really. Yeah. So actually, uh, <laughs> this, is for, this is the most Texas thing I'm ever going to say. Let's go. At Water- Only here on Yellow Pod <laughs> Sessions. At, at, at Whataburger. <laughs> yeah. They can. They they have the Texas flag at the same height. I don't know if they still do, but when I was living there, they had the Texas flag at the same height of the as the American flag, and apparently sure. they were the only state that could do that because sure. they were their own republic. And I'm sure whenever they oh, joined, like by law, yeah. Like if they, the feds came by, they beg you. Well, can keep you're not it. supposed to. You're not supposed right. to have it the same height as the American flag. Right. The American flag's supposed to be the highest, and so yeah, you betcha. But, but Texas <laughs> is like I think when they when they rejoined, they were just like okay, and also our also our flag though can be. Yeah. We're the same. And Lincoln was like, "You're being really petty." Yeah, they they definitely <laughs> always will come back. But they, they always uh, threaten to secede. Oh yeah, and now like the balls on the other foot, where I feel like the like California and Oregon and Washington, like we're seceding. I know they're Look like we're us. tired of this. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Texas loves Texas. Oh yes, they do. Um, but I love great. Texas. Yeah, Texas is honestly really great. It's great. It's, it's uh, you know a, cl- a clash of cultures for, for sure. sure. 
but great. You know, it's really funny because everyone kind of dog. My family's Mexican, and everyone kind of dogs on Tex-Mex, but then they eat it. Like yeah. everyone loves I mean, Tex-Mex. My God, yeah. <laughs> like people dog on like fast food or right. whatever. People the hate case Chipotle, may be. and then you yeah. catch Until them you see with them the, eating. you know the salad bowl, the Hell burrito. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. No, Texas is about Texas is I mean the South in general, and that's almost why I asked is part of the South, because I have family in Georgia mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah. I love it in the South. It's just like a true American who like smiles and so plot to your face and then they call talk oh, all yeah. kinds of shit behind your bay. They they really do. You know? And making like monosyllabic words like back two syllables like bayak. I just I would <laughs> I picked up y'all and I love it. I can't put it down. Yeah, you know, it's great. Once you got it, it's gender neutral. It is. It's great. It's just, it's, it's so welcoming. Mm-hmm. I think I watch Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. QB one Matt Sirson. <laughs> I think I just watch it to hear Tammy Taylor say y'all. Tammy Taylor. Tammy Taylor. Now, yeah, there's. Now, di- it's really La- funny. Lance. It's L- Landry, sir. The, the, yeah, the, the different, the different. Um, all there actually, Texas has a range of, and I think someone did them, but Texas has a range of accents. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. What? How do you do? You know how to break them down? Uh, no, I just know like the permi- the fra not lots, like yeah. the la la yeah. wat, yeah. um, is one of them, and then you have Sandy Cheeks, uh, do like from SpongeBob, you know, yeah, right. hey, SpongeBob, you know. Um, I always, whenever I'm getting into it, I'll say my high school, which is Frisco, so I'll say um. Frisco, Texas, home of the fat and raccoons. Oh shit! Yeah, so like what, it's so charming. That's my <laughs> like. You, it's not that you weren't charming already, but that's ch- I've, I'm charmed. <laughs> I've uh, I've unarmed you. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm down. But that's my phrase. You know how uh, actors yeah, to get have in. a phrase when they had to get in, and uh-huh. that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> so Frisco, Texas. I feel like they're oh it's so good do you get back do you go there often no i mean i went back because one of my high school classmates got married um and so there were i've totally forgot that there was going to be other people from my high school there which makes sense um totally natural yeah (laughs) like i just i don't know why i thought she lived in a bubble and it was just going to be her and i The lone, like the, the lone guest. <laughs> and so there was, a, there was a bunch of, yeah. And so it was like weird. It, and and of course, when, oh my gosh, Texas people, like people get married on, on freaking like in the middle of nowhere. And like, yeah. I love her, but she got married in Azel, Azel, Texas. Azel. Azel, Texas. No. And so we had to like, it that was. That sounds isolated. I felt bad for my Uber driver because <laughs> it was rocky, like trying oh, to get yeah. out to the, the place she got married at like a chateau and and um and they had to take like a golf cart up to it it was wild it was wild <laughs> but like um, once you got up there where they'd set it up they do like oh yeah it was gorgeous stuff, like, gorgeous and perfect yeah it used to be i guess some guy's mansion that he just like now lets people do weddings yeah sure. all that oil money yeah oil money <laughs> um so yeah and so i went back for that i need to go back to austin yeah Austin's the best. Mm-hmm. I haven't been in years, but that's so fun. I went to Marfa for the first time, which is like, okay. which is a thing now. Have you been to Marfa? Um, it's so middle of nowhere. Yeah, just like I've driven through El Paso it. And yeah. Then, yeah, it's just it's a trip out there. I mean, talk about like it's it's just like a it's not worlds colliding and mixing. I mean, it is. It's just like this like tiny little mm-hmm. mixture of life and out in the middle of West Texas. It's so bizarre. I loved it. Yeah, I, I have family. I have family still. Some family in Dallas, still some family in San Antonio. Cool. Um, 
And then San Diego, you said? And then San Diego, right yeah. On. So just like the closest we could be to the border. <laughs> <laughs> My family is like, we're here, but we're, you know, if we need a hot bag, it's just 30 minutes. That's so good. Yeah. Well, another funny thing about Texas is not being considered the South is it's like the most Southern. Yeah. Like I guess if you, you don't. Are, yeah. Like, if you look on a globe, mm-hmm. you're hugely Southern. Yeah. But it's also like, it, yeah, because then I also don't know what to call it, Texas. I mean, then it's just Texas, which mm-hmm. is, I, I think, what what, te- what they what, want, what y'all, what y'all want, <laughs> what y'all want, <laughs> which may fit Texas, the just Texas. We ain't the South. We ain't the Midwest. We, we were yeah. just Texas. Mm-hmm. That sounds like something they'd say. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't call nine one one. It's so good. I love it. One of those refrigerator it. magnets yeah. that everybody there has. Yeah, we don't call. <laughs> what, what is the rest of that saying? Like we don't. I don't call nine one one. Uh, oh, like, you know. Oh, sorry. Go ahead and finish. No, I, I mean, it's just something like and it just has like a little gun or yeah. something. There was. OK, so when I was going to Marfa, you flew into El Paso and it's about an hour and a half, two hour drive into what you imagine Texas from the movies. Like I oh, almost uh-huh. expect, you know, yeah. to see cowboys go by. Um, and along the way, we stopped for gas at, and we were in the middle of nowhere. And there is so, just a beat up tr- couple beat up trucks out front. And we walk in because there's this crazy store full of just shit. Mm-hmm. Just whatever. Like, here's a VHS of What About Bob next to a stuffed <laughs> raccoon. You know, yeah. you're like, cool. One stop shopping if you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just, I was kind of staring. I don't even, couldn't even tell you what I was staring at because I was just listening to the woman at the storefront with the cowboy who was in there, this old dude. And she was like, some date came in here and I told him I don't call 911. I got a gun. And <laughs> wow. I you know, something like that. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. wow. So the fact that it's on refrigerators oh, is 100%. so percent. The best place, one of the best places when I was driving from Dallas to Austin, which I did often, was uh, the Czech Stop. The Czech Stop is a Czech bakery sure. area. And you can now, Czech, smell is that, it. Is that... CZ. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry, Czech I should have said that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Awesome. It's like a, Love a, a bunch of their people like settled there or sure. something. They're I think. Like, and like, far what? yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Uh, the check stop. Everyone knows the check stop. You, I mean, and also Bucky's. Bucky's is a huge. That's like uh, a, that. If that isn't in the South, right? That doesn't exist. Right. Bucky's. Yeah. Bucky's. For sure. Um, but yeah, the check stop, which you could like smell the sweet rolls as you were coming. Oof by as you were driving by so it's i'm all about that life yeah see now i want to go to texas and just drive through the south you should i mean it's not a long flight no not a long flight just up and down (laughs) down. hardly time to drink your gin tonic (laughs) uh danny thanks for coming on so far, this is going great. Great. I yeah. can talk about Texas the whole... All Whatever my questions are about Texas. That's right. I've catered them all to you <laughs> so all your fans can know what your thoughts are on Texas, which is, I'm assuming, what they're into. Um, so I was listening to Nerdificent. Mm-hmm. Who's the your, the co-host? What's Ify his name? Wadiwe. Okay. Yeah. Hilarious. You guys together, great. I'm glad. Super yeah. fun. We're so... How we're you know- yin and yang. Okay. Which usually works. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you guys know each other? We know each other from UCB. We actually uh, both yeah, sure, did Tournament sure. of Nerds, which is a great, uh, if you're in the LA area, I think it's the third weekend of every month. It's uh, Hal Rudnick and Justin Donaldson put on this show where you can be whatever character you want. Uh, well, they'll check it off because I've like right. submitted things, you know, and they're like, no, do you have any others? <laughs> 
And when you say any character you want, is this like a fictitious thing that you've come yeah, up with? Yeah, I mean, like but some of them are in real like... life. It's kind of everything. So you can be whatever you want, and then you have to roast. You go against another character. And then, so my first time I went, I was Carmen Sandiego, and I went against <laughs> Harley Quinn. Uh, it was Joan Ford, who's a writer, playing Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. Joan Ford, I love She's Joan, wonderful. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So She's we went wonderful. against each other, and then the second time, I think I was Roxanne from a Goofy movie <laughs> going against Annie Wilkes from Misery. <laughs> so it's like whatever. That's why it's so funny. That's so tight. I've watched like the Cabbage Patch Kids take on like the Heat Miser and Snow Miser brothers, <laughs> and so it's just it's just hilarious because you never know yeah. who you're getting teamed and up against. And that's so perfect for a place like UCB. Mm-hmm. Like that just fits the style yeah. so hard, where it's so cerebral and so smart. I just love that. Yeah, uh, I forgot who if he, if he loves being um, Dennis Rodman. Him and Joe Star play. Joe Star will play Hulk Hogan, and if he just loves it so, and they both come out there and they're like brother, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but um, so so we met because we would both tweet about Dragon Ball Z constantly as sure, you do, as one and does. we were like the only comics I think on on Facebook that were like just constantly posting DBZ memes. And so he hit me up and was like, "Hey, do you want to do a, D- a DBZ podcast?" Which I was like just thinking of starting one. So we did that for a couple of years and then iHeart or How Stuff Works at the time like hit us up and was like, hey, you guys are so great together. Could you do something that's not just about Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> it's like kind of <laughs> limited. like hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to talk about one show for every single week. It was wild. T- tell me you had like, it was like two hour long episodes. Oh, a thousand and percent. Yeah. But we'd be talking about like this. We, yeah. we would just be talking about anything and yeah. then we're like, Chopping anyways, in this episode, Goku powered up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah fucking did. He went Super Saiyan and shit. And that was it. Because th- those uh, DBZ is notorious for not having anything happen in an episode. So it would just we would just end up talking about our lives. And yeah. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. And so they made you switch it up. Yeah. So now we cover everything. Yeah. And we cover the thing that I love about it is we, we call our, our podcast like a, a nerd podcast for everyone because we really wanted to remove gatekeeping Mm-hmm. Um, I hate when it's like you didn't, you know, you didn't see the original Star Wars in theaters, and it's like, no, I wasn't alive. Like, chill, you know. Well, people would yeah. say that to John Boyega and Daisy Ridley, yeah. and it's just like, you know, you're not a real Star Wars fan. I'm like, they weren't alive, yeah. so like, chill. And also, they're in it, so now like, canonically, I think that they, you know, have more say. Yeah. Uh, but it, but yeah, just like removing some of the gatekeeping that we had to deal with for and, sure. Because I, I that I think that vibe kind of ruined. It, yeah, it's like, well, no one can talk about anything then because unless you're the foremost expert, it's just well, weird. that's the thing is that sometimes people listen and they're like, You didn't cover this or you didn't talk about this, and I want to be like, It sounds like you already know that, yeah. <laughs> like, you already know those things. So, I like, guess you're good, yeah. Like, yeah. I love the Twilight Zone, so we did a Twilight Zone episode, and they're like, You didn't talk about this episode. I'm like, It's 400 episodes <laughs> or whatever, like, we can't talk about every it has five seasons, yeah. Or like, Looks like you got the idea for your yeah. podcast, well, where you talk about that episode, right? Sir. To me, it was more just like, if you already know this thing so much, why do you need it to come out of my mouth? Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, just enjoy. So, yeah. So, we talk about every... And, and you know, things that are nerd adjacent, I would say, but definitely nerdy, which is like horror, right. uh, is one of my favorite things. So, we did a whole thing on the Halloween franchise. We did... Joan Ford came on and did Child's Play. Oh, that uh, freaked me out. And honestly, she Little talked Clay about... did not do well in Child's <laughs> Play. <laughs> did not do well. Well, and she also talked about how, like, the franchise in general and, like, its queer representation. And hmm. that was really fascinating. Interesting. That they've had, like... um 
his offspring or whatever that I think might have been non-binary. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember. I didn't see that one, but like I, saw, the, I remember the first one well, and the second one ish. Yeah, you know, I didn't like when it was like Bride of Chucky and stuff. I was out. Yeah, so it was like after that, okay, but it was yeah. like really interesting. They had like a lot of that in there, and so uh, she was just talking about how she really enjoyed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. See, I want, that, that's the type of shit I want to do deep dives on. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> it's a child's play franchise because <laughs> you never know. There's brilliance in it. Yeah, I love it. Um, cool. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll, we'll go. We can talk more about uh, Nerd Episode, which everyone should be uh, listening to. Another thing that that made me think of too is that if you are listening and you are coming to LA and you're like, "What are we going to do in LA?" and then someone's like, "Oh, we should go to the Walk of Fame." That's when you go, "No, no, no, that's gross." Let's go see a show at UCB. Yeah, totally. And then you should because it's it's uh, it's super well known within the communities of LA, especially mm-hmm. the, obviously the comedic scene. But for outsiders, I don't think they know about it. If they do, they probably associate it with New York more so. Right. And it's a great, great time. It's great the show. best theater. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Also, love groundlings and stuff, but UCB yeah. for me is the way to go. Um, well, before we take too much time away, I do want to know some of these uh, okay. answers to some of these questions. Okay. Which I've been dying to know. <laughs> Danny, I've been thinking Are about okay? it nonstop. <laughs> I didn't get any sleep last night trying to figure out what your answers would be. So. The first question, Danny. Yes. Is what is your favorite color? My favorite color is purple. Okay. And I wish that it was more, I need to have like periwinkle or something. Do you? Because I feel, yeah, I feel like purple, like instead of blue, if you had like turquoise, you know, like right. I feel it's such an intimate, like, you know, you've had all your life to think about it. I feel it should be more specific. Well, okay. If you have been thinking about it your whole life, mm-hmm. then I guess there are things, some shades that you should be looking at. Mm-hmm. A lo- my thing was that I was asked these questions and then I haven't thought about it until like children were around. My Like my nephew came yeah. and was like, what's your favorite color? I'm like, oh. Was it red? Green? Green, yeah. But it, just because it was. Yeah. I feel like a lot of uh, people, our age, guys, our age were red because of the Power Rangers. Like that Ooh. was the Red Ranger was the you he know was front and center ass, and so I feel like whenever I hear from yeah, see now maybe now maybe I do see, yeah maybe I it was know. red see what brings me but joy? green came in you yeah, know so that there. yeah I mean, the Green Ranger green, you, you know? are yeah my eyes are green Steve's so. wearing green technically hazel but yeah I'm hazel too mm-hmm. aw we're like the I don't know one percent ten percent is I don't that know. it. I probably one percent. I've always wanted to be part of the one percent. <laughs> I was, I was always hoping it wouldn't have to do with money. So thank God, <laughs> thank God, things going perfectly. Um, oh, I, I found out I have the blood go. that you can. I just found this out, like just I'm, this year. I, I love that you ended that <laughs> sentence on the blood you can, and then didn't finish. You can just, what? <laughs> I've never known my blood type, and I've done so much blood work because I have an autoimmune disorder. And I got a new doctor, and she was like, "Um, what's your blood type?" And I was like, "I don't oh, know either." Uh, and she was like, oh, I'm just going to put it on here. Like she just, she was like, <laughs> she wrote, uh, no, she wrote, she wrote, cause I had to do more blood work. I have to right. do blood work like every month or so. And so she wrote like, just to check it, <laughs> you know? And so I got it back. And this it's, adult doesn't know her blood type. <laughs> it's uh, O positive. Isn't that like, it's yeah, the universal donor. That's the I'm one. the universal donor. Oh man, that's big time. Yeah. I'm not going to do it, but. <laughs> No, 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 no. Keep it. It's yours. No, I just don't know. But if really, I'm walk with to. some swag. No, I don't 
know. I mean, if it's the end of the world, I'll do it. But oh, like, it's the end of the world, ain't too late. Who cares? We're all going. But because I have an auto, like, I don't know how that works. I don't know if they care that I have an autoimmune like disorder. I, and I have, uh, I was diagnosed with Lyme, which is in remission. But yeah. I'm like, should I be giving my blood to people? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, those, these are all good questions so to I ask don't. if you're interested. Um, don't hide the yeah. remission of Lyme from the professionals. But I feel like it's but the- I think you can walk with your head. I'm going to your head held high. God I mean, loves me. Yeah, I'll say. Mm-hmm. He's like, you are O positive. Yeah, you are universal. Yeah, you're dope. I'm yeah. probably like a. a. Yeah, you know, something <laughs> lame. You know, but another one percent. I'm just kidding. No, it's probably like twenty five percent. Yeah, I, I I also have no clue, and it's something I should know, but I think I'm too embarrassed to not know. Well, I feel like the next time you get your blood drawn, I feel like you could just ask, like, can you put on there, like, can you tell me what my blood type is? Which would be a fair question. Yeah. Yeah. They probably wouldn't make me feel too bad about that. No, just say, like, um, hey, can you... Never had to give my blood to other humans. Yeah. Never cared. What am, what am I? Yeah. Or else you're just going to keep getting older and older and then you'll be 60 and don't know. Yeah. And, and then, then it's just who cares. Just blame it on your brain, though. Like, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I'm old. Like, <laughs> But you weren't always old. Like, yeah, huh? I'm not going to find out. And now I'm being Southern. And you sound like perfect. an older Adam Sandler character. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is that? Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh, you don't know. Uncut Gems, he really did good good work. I haven't seen it Me yet. Me neither. I just I said love- that because everyone's been saying it. You caught me again. I don't know my blood type. I don't know if he was good in Uncut Gems. I'm a very my own open, non-judgmental person. So I don't want you awesome. to feel like you have to be lying <laughs> this entire show. I am deeply nervous all the time and I lie constantly to make up okay. for it. So it's not you. It's me. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everyone. The next question, Danny. Mm-hmm. I hope you're ready. What is your number one goal? Oh my gosh. My number one goal is to make things that I can also be in in some capacity as a performer. So to movies, shorts. I love shorts. Yeah. Get in and get out. Sure. Like especially horror shorts. Okay. See, okay. We need to talk. Well, we are. In fact, we're going to be talking for like an hour. So maybe now's a good time. I have, you know, the Duplass style of like, Find out like something that you have that people don't have that you can shoot for free uh-huh. and like do your thing. My family has a cabin that my grandfather like built with his brother-in-law wow. in the mountains in Scary Town. I mean, it is like it's mm. in the woods and it's mm-hmm. like this is made for a horror or something. Yeah. So I'm like trying to figure out what to write and to put up there. Yeah, you should do it. So if you have any horror ideas that can take place in like a cabin, yeah, like, totally. We're on our way. There's one that I love. There's several. I'm trying to think of. I'll have to like send them to you or whatever yeah, but yeah. like if you just look up horror shorts on youtube they get so addicting because they're only oh 10 God. minutes I, I could just sit there forever oh, that's a that'd be a huge spiral yeah i'd be watching for i'd be, I'd be a deep dive there was one about the smiling man oh my gosh the it was smiley like man? it was like, this person walking and it was like they kept looking at night and they kept looking back and there was like a guy that was just like smiling like huge smile it just like, like following weird, them crazy yeah yeah that's scary um, yeah, I'll and have then they to... looked back and he was gone. Well, yeah, and then he was like right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool, crazy. Yeah, that's um, cool. I heard it too. That's my favorite horror short. Uh, I think it came out a year or two ago, 
it's about a little girl who her mom puts her to bed and then she hears her mom calling her like come down come downstairs and she's like she just put me to bed so she walks out and then all of a sudden her mom grabs her and they go into the bedroom and you can still hear the person downstairs calling and she's like i heard it too and so they're just like what the and so that's all i'm gonna give away but like they can keep and it sounds just like her mom yeah so now she's stuck in a bedroom with her real mom and they're like someone is down there sounding just like me yeah and then it's like well are you the real one right see oh it's a great it's great i love it and the little girl and it's great i love when they find like you know whoever they found to do this short she's like five but she's crushing yeah i Uh, heard it too uh, that's what it's called i heard it too Mm -hmm. Ooh. okay (laughs) i'm down i'm down all right i heard it too Ooh, see i'm spooked all right cool uh, great. So when you produce uh, your own content, you're saying horror stuff is like that's one of the things that interests you among yeah. other things. I have a show. So I just sold a show to HBO Max. Congrats. Which really, thank you. I'm so, I'm so happy about it. It's uh, autobiographical. I guess I should say semi-autobiographical. It's based on So true I don't events. get sued by my own family. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow <laughs> let's open that can <laughs> gladly because it's now a show um so i wrote it though about i am estranged from my dad and it's a, it's actually really therapeutic it's this girl who she ends up having to move back in with her strange dad so i kind of got to write what that would look like Whoa. like it's kind of like a fan you know like you get to write your own ending even though i don't have that with my dad i can yeah. kind of like play in this world where what if i did wow so she moves in with her that estranged- must have been difficult and therapeutic and a lot of things yeah or was it what? just whatever but uh- well what <laughs> i like openly hate my dad on twitter as everyone like knows and uh, it, i feel it's so stereotypical of me to like be in comedy and like hate my dad which is everybody in comedy no, that's why we're here yeah but um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I, I think it was really funny. I had to make him likable so people didn't hate him. Like, they were rooting for him in the show. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, and and then she has to go to group therapy with a class of oddballs. So I actually wrote it like community, but instead of going to community college, they're in group therapy. Very cool. Um, and it was the one, so I had to go to group therapy for, I did, like, six weeks of trauma therapy. And, uh, and like, I'm very vocal in the mental health community and it was really fascinating because it's like the only place where you would have a 21 year old kid in class with a 60 year old woman and you're like bonding on dealing with the same shit also everyone had issues with their parents i'm like if we just didn't have parents (laughs) we wouldn't have dealt with this (laughs) everybody in there was in there because of their parents it was wild that is wild and also like yeah having all the different ages and types must give you like such awesome perspective of like whoa i'm so not alone on this one yeah yeah, Which well, is, that's got that kind of that kind of community support just got to be so impactful. What was crazy, and I've talked to my producer on it, is Roy Wood Jr., who's on The Daily Show, and he has a couple of shows at uh, Comedy Central. But he was saying like we were talking about how some of these people, their parents are dead, like they've passed, yeah. like the sixty-year-old woman, her parents are dead, yeah, and she's still in there talking about how much they fucked her over, you yeah. know. And so it's like you kind of need. But like you can't really necessarily move forward until you deal with all of that. Yeah. And so uh, I wrote a show about it, and cool. and HBO Max bought it, and awesome. so I'm hoping that everyone can see it in 2020, 2021. Hell yeah! But I'm like, watching. also, I, I'm I'm the lead. I'm the lead character. Like it's just funny. It was like I'm not writing the show and then gonna watch another actress live you, my life. Are you? Are you playing? Are yeah. You playing so awesome. Yeah. That's that's awesome. 
So I guess I hit my goal of like writing things that I can also be in, Hell but like yeah. I want to keep doing that. Yeah, keep grinding. Yeah, that's again what a it's great kinda like start. Ty- I feel like Issa and Taika and like all those people who uh, are performers but also writers, and so they yeah. write roles for themselves. And I think I mean that's essentially the same type of path that I'm trying to take in this business, which I think you're is. Of, of more viable than it probably ever was. Right. Because there are multiple platforms. There's mm-hmm. ways to do it. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's very cool. And way to do it. Thank way you. Way to go do it. That's awesome. I love that. Um, cool. So, and long story short, yeah, I go. hate my dad. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it. <laughs> hey, He's if you're listening. Of, hey, dad. Uh, no, I blocked him. So it's like everyone else in my family. Uh, but he's the type of per- I always joke that like once I become like famous, like he'll try to sell my baby pictures to TMZ right, or something. Right, 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 he's right. Not, Fucking classic. He's, I'm trying to who's who does that? Like it's um, like Macaulay Culkin's dad. Macaulay like, Culkin like, and like um, Lindsay Lohan's dad. I feel like uh, and, Amy like, Winehouse's parents really? are doing some shit like that. Who, there's like, somebody else I'm trying to think of right now that like their dad. It's like does, famous for this. Yeah. I'll, of someone who's passed. I'll remember. I want to say Joe Jackson, but that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, he just beat the shit of his yeah, kids when he yeah. made them stars. I'm trying to think like, <laughs> but yeah, definitely in that room. Lamar Odom, is that who I'm thinking of's dad or somebody? I don't know. Uh, yeah, somebody, one of those play like somebody's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my dad. Well, you know what? <laughs> Keep the just baby come pictures. to me, TMZ. I will give you the pictures myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever you're going to give them, I'll do it less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, moly. Well, Oh, you're nailing your number one goal. So that's that. What a, that's a good start. Thank you. The uh, the next question is, what is your favorite vacation place? Oh my gosh, I don't really go on vacation, which is so sad. Right. Uh, I guess my favorite vacation that I've ever taken was to Maui. I just was there. Oh. Oh. Where were you in like Lahaina? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was at Napili Kai, which is right next to Kapalua and like Kanapali, which is like the yeah. big resort stuff. It's just perfect so much of what i knew about hawaii was from lilo and stitch <laughs> not terrible resource <laughs> but I, mean, I was like i forgot i was like in middle school elementary school or whatever when it came out and where, like, like to the point when you were landing you're like oh it's not a cartoon place well they also did a really beautiful job of like the artwork in that oh yeah in that in that movie for sure and, and like uh i don't know i just want i had never been and and I think my family being from San Diego is like, this is good enough. This is a beach, you know? So it was just, it was so beautiful. Everyone truly is on island time. Oh, yeah. Where, like, I came in and I was, like, late and, like, our rental car and it was, like, raining and all this stuff. And I remember the lady at the rental car place was like, it's okay. You're here. Yeah. I'm like, you're here now. And I was like, oh, oh you're right. That's we, true. Us in <laughs> LA and New York are like pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like, move out of my way. Those airports, you can absolutely tell the people, aside from like the deep, deep tan, but like you can tell the people who are arriving and who are leaving. Oh, like, yeah. The people who get there are just like, they're still kind of either freaking out mm-hmm. and still in the same mode as they were on the from where they're, they're coming from, or they're like so stoked because they're in Hawaii now. Yeah. And then the, and like, but like when you're that person, you have to tone it down because the, you have to be respectful of the other half of the airport that's like walking to their plane to go home. I know. Like, <sighs> that was like so true. <laughs> I remember like... my the first day when I walked into the ocean, there was a woman just standing in there and she was like, she turned, no, it sounds so sad, <laughs> but she turned to me and she was like, uh, it's my last day here. And I was just like, oh, it's my first day, <laughs> you know, like just totally rubbing it in her face. And then she turned back to the horizon. 
then on my last day, I remember crying. Yeah. I like cried in the sand um, and remember thinking like, I am now that woman. Yeah. <laughs> so, I am her. I have the cycle, me. the cycle, you know, oh, finish. It's uh, it's so guaranteed. It's every time. Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. It's so devastating though. Yeah. I, I Whenever I'm there, I'll go there being like, yeah, I love it here, but I could never like live in Hawaii because it's like, you know, and then like I'm there and I'm like, I could totally live here. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I talking about? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, this would be fine. I'd figure it out. <laughs> like, but like, you know, the, the, the produce at the grocery store is a little bit more expensive because they have to like bring everything in. I'm like, okay, the I'll gas be, I'll is be, wild. I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll, also like, I yeah. would just scooter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd just skip. I would <laughs> skip everywhere because I'd be so fucking happy. <laughs> I'd be fine. Um, all right. The next question. What is your number two goal? My number two goal, uh, this is a very like, tradi- I think, I feel like this is not accept- acceptable to say anymore, but like oh, I kind of want to. Is there going to be an ethnic slur or something in here? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just going to, like as a woman, like I, so I've been married, I'm divorced. Okay. And I don't, I don't want to get married again, but I think my number two goal is to like, oh, ha- find someone to share my like success with. You know, I hustle really hard. Yeah. I was like dirt fucking poor. I was like worse than dirt poor when I moved out here. I was like what I call scarily poor. Where it's like you can't afford your medication. Like that's that's to yeah. me is poor poor. That's a different level. Yeah. Uh, level. In fact, my first job was at the Ice House Comedy Club in Pasadena. Yeah, and they sure. would like send me home with food. Like, okay, we please come back tomorrow. <laughs> and they, they were just like so concerned for me. Really sweet, great people over there. Yeah. But um, anyway, so I've hustled really, really hard to get to where I am. And I just feel like right now I'm only finding people that either don't hustle as hard, like they don't get it and they're just kind of like floating, sure. you know, which is fine, but that's not my lifestyle. Right. Or people that hustle as much as me, but they just want to fuck everybody. <laughs> Which I mean, I guess like when once they reach that level and they can and it's just like, you know, they're they're one of my guys. I think it was Carl Tart, who's on a UCB team. He's also been a writer for like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or whatever. And I remember I was talking to him about it and he was like, look, Danny, this is their first experience with fame. Like so they so the guys that you're talking to who, you know, like people at UCB that then they get on SNL or they get on whatever. It's like their first step into it. And now they're exposed to all these people that, you know, want to sleep with them. Yeah. And so And it's like also like so many for like and this is such like a stereotype and it's probably I'm sure it's both genders, but I can speak from a male perspective. There's definitely like the the funny guy was never the also like the most attractive guy, yeah. like the popular kid or like the captain of the football team. So it's like there's like years of like pent up like I want to date the cheerleader right. miss. Yeah. And there's so many of those guys. So I feel like they get it and they're like Oh, somebody like tweeted I horrible can't, lessons. I can't remember. I think it was in response to Colin Joust and um Scarlett Johansson dating, yeah. but somebody was like, you know, like he gets like the hottest girl meanwhile like these female comedians are trying to like get this pile of clothes to date them or something you know (laughs) which is so true i feel like all the all the like super hard-working women that i know like just cannot find someone that wants to actually be committed to them yeah because once you get to that level the men at that level um and you know this is not a blanket statement but just like it's kind of like what you were saying they now are exposed to like they can have whoever they want and so i think they want a couple years of that if not the rest of their life but definitely a couple years of that well yeah i think that kind of personality that does pursue that yeah you either do it the whole rest of your life or you have like a huge something's got to give moment (laughs) yeah totally oh wait i'm hella lonely yeah (laughs) like i'm not fulfilled 
So that's my second goal, I guess, is to like find somebody else to to be my arm candy. Hell yeah. Yeah. You'll get it. Just, you know, it's when you're not looking for it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as you're not looking, then he'll be there. You just got to open your eyes. (laughs) I actually talked to a psychic last year. I talked to a psychic and she was like. Was she right about everything? Well, she was like, I don't see you falling in love until the end of next year. I was like, the end of next year? Not even this year? (laughs) Next year? Are you kidding? I fought with her. Really? Uh, yeah, I literally did. Like, I disagreed with her. Why did you her. think that you could? Why did you think you? What you had no legs to stand on? She's well, the psychic. She, well, she and she came heavily recommended and had like she had this huge <laughs> wait list and like all this stuff, and uh, like people have written about her and whatever. And she really? was like, "Well, I talked to your people, like my spirit guides or my ancestors or whatever." And I was like, "You have them there? Then you should tell them they know I have worked my butt off. <laughs> I have been in therapy for like a decade. I am the most open, hardworking person I know, and I can, you know, I was just like." <laughs> arguing with her she was like no i'm just telling you facts that's exactly what she (laughs) said she's like you can leave me a bad review i don't care i'm never wrong and i was like oh my and then it was i totally (laughs) spiraled and had a meltdown i mean i was just like hysterically crying (laughs) it sounds like you need to the end of next year (laughs) you know what's really funny i was crying real quick is that the end of this year end of 2020 yeah Oh, you're almost there. But oh it, so I got this news last year. Right. Though, so you can imagine. Oh, I was like, not even the end of you're 2019, like, the end of 2020. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I wept and wept and I was like sobbing. This this story is wild and true. So I was crying so hard and I just moved and I didn't have any ice. And I had to, I kid you not, put beer cans on my eyes because they were like <laughs> swollen. So I'm walking around my apartment with beer cans and my manager keeps calling me and I'm like, stop. Like I just hit ignore. I'm like, I cannot talk to you. I cannot stop crying i was just weeping I, I i don't know it was just like the idea that like the next two years i'm like you know getting that yeah. news is kind of wild it'd be like you're not gonna have a job for two years yeah, and it would just like, be like so everything that i do is just not i just know going into pointless. it it's not yeah, yeah. and she well, was except everything that you learn you do learn them will oh, she, get yeah she person. was totally saying that she was saying that but it didn't it didn't matter it didn't make it feel better well could have been then, like the end of like in 2030. Oh my god! You're gonna find them, <laughs> oh you know. Oh my god! And then you're just like, fuck it. Well, what happened was I kept saying I kept like saying no to my manager's calls, and she was calling to tell me that my show got picked up, <laughs> and that was wild. I was like, okay, I I don't like what you're doing, universe. I don't like that you're like here. Well, your HBO show got picked up, but in return, you're gonna be alone. <laughs> But you're gonna have no one to share it with. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just ca- had to accept it. I've just been trying to yeah. accept it. So to give you your undivided, mm-hmm. un- to get through the show and do mm-hmm. all this stuff, and then you get to share the success with somebody. That's gonna be great. But I swear to God, if that doesn't come <laughs> by twenty January, what is it? She's no, never December wrong. <laughs> December thirty first. She was very clear. I'm gonna leave the worst Yelp yeah, review. You are. And I'm going to post it on the yellow pod <laughs> <laughs> social. Everyone's going to know. But what's her name? We should give her a shout out. No. I know. I'll wait and see. And then I guess I'll have to say, I will suck it up and say I told you so. Yeah. Well, and if she's right, then you have to suck it up and let her say she told you so. Yeah. So, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, that's what I mean. I'll, I'll oh. suck it up and say like, you, told you were right. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. You, cool. you were right. That's very big of you. See? Yeah. That's good. You guys, it's going to mm-hmm. all work I'll out. invite her to the wedding. That's sweet. <laughs> she already knows. <laughs> She's already true. RSVP'd. <laughs> uh, okay, the next question is uh, your favorite weird person. My favorite weird person. Yeah. Uh, I would say 
Christopher Smith Bryant, who's a comedian, a funny guy. He's just weird. Yeah, weird is the great term for. I mean, also endearing, like very kind and sweet, and he's super into Pokemon and like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his hair is always a different color and, just, and, and is this, he does stand up primarily yeah. mm-hmm. okay Christopher yeah christopher bryant. christopher bryant actually i think he has a great you can find him on youtube he has like a great uh a great bit about uh he's on the spectrum and so he talks about that and uh yeah he's really funny i love that i mean there's nothing better than a good weird person mm-hmm. you know weird al that's true. You know, that was my first like concert I ever saw. Sick, <laughs> because he was playing at the Orange County State Fair. Oh, he he must own state fairs. <laughs> he's got to clean up. Yeah. Uh he's. I saw him in full circle. I saw him on a plane from Maui back to L.A. Oh. And I was like walking. I was holding my niece. She was a baby at the time. She was very upset. So I was walking mm-hmm. her up down the um, aisle, and he was an aisle seat. Mm-hmm. And I could see his writing was in stanzas, and I was like trying so hard on uh, the walk back that he was like writing. Yeah, a I was like, he song. must be working on something, which is, he just does. Yeah, he's always working. Talk about somebody who's just like head down and working. Yeah, honest thing, brilliant. All right, but Christopher Smith Bryant, we're gonna check him out. Does he? Does he? Is he L.A. based? Yeah, primarily, but mm-hmm. I'm sure all over. Love that style. He's great. Cool. What's your favorite book? My favorite book. My favorite book. Hang on. Oh, I know this. I feel like I'm blanking. <laughs> the Bible. Has anyone said the Bible? No, you'd be the first. Wow. And I would love it. Wow. I mean, it's. It's an <laughs> unbelievable book. Iconic. It really is, changed history. It is really big. <laughs> Everyone's reading it. Oh, Big Magic is actually my favorite Big book. Magic. Big Magic by Liz See, Gilbert great. is great for any creative type if you're a creative person especially if you you know have a day job that you're like this is not contributing to my creative life she really talks great about that about um you know working on the weekends or like how you are a writer even if you never sell like if you haven't sold anything you're still that was like something fast i can't remember who they were writing to but i saw on twitter someone's like what would you what are your what is your advice for aspiring writers blah blah blah. and they're like don't call yourself aspiring yeah, I like love if you've that. written, for you're sure. a writer for sure. You know, and so she, oh, it's so great though. I've literally I've read it once, listened to it twice on Audible, like the entire book. Um, but it's great for creative people to just be at peace with where you're at, and also pushes you to move forward. Yeah, there's the uh, there's that there's the artist's way. Yeah, the artist's way. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. something I need to redo. I did that. I like I read that back in the day and was like going through it, and that was helpful. But yeah, I had a teacher at a similar thing from from an acting perspective, where it was like we were getting ready to graduate, and she was just like, "Never be ashamed to call yourself an actor." You know, <laughs> and it was just like you have to own it. Because uh, yeah, there's there's such like a thing about it when someone's like, "What do you do?" and you're like, eh, "I'm trying to be a." I'm trying to be an actor. I'm trying to be a writer. It's yeah. Like, you have to own it. Mm-hmm. You have to just, you have to go for it. Um, Big magic. What's your favorite TV show? It can't be a cartoon. Currently, it's Schitt's Creek. It's oh, so that, good. Oh, I'd watch anything with Eugene Levy. It's so, so good. Yeah. I have not done it though yet. The quick writing. Oh, Yes. Just go. It's on Netflix. I mean, I've been watching it on. It airs on Pop TV. So if you're trying to catch this season, that's where you'll see it. Yeah. But it's great. Man. I love them so much. 
Yeah, Catherine O'Hara oh, is fantastic. I mean, I one of my favorite things in the world forever was um, just all the uh, like Best in Show mm-hmm. and all those movies. All the she has a different guests. accent every episode. <laughs> I am not kidding. And like her character is a washed up actress, and so she's just always trying to act. And it's just hilarious. They're so they're and they're so wonderful together. They really that's are. It's such a wonderful. Like, and his that, son that is in it. Is plays his so, son. Is, oh, see, that's yeah. Um, yeah, and the the kind of the quickness of it is something that like I get so addicted to. Like Veep killed me. Have you watched yes. Veep? Yeah. Where it's just like it's the jokes per minute of that right. are just is just insane. Yeah. Where I'm like I have to like pause something because I'm like laughing at a joke from like th- like three jokes ago, and I'm just like I wait what did you know I'm just like. I can't keep up. Yes. And it's so fun to watch. It's so brilliant. I remember they were asking Catherine O'Hare's character, uh, Myra, Myra Rose. And they, I forgot, they were like trying to make her more like, I can't even remember the scene, but they were like, okay, in your favorite season? And she was like, hmm, awards. <laughs> and I was like, I fucking love this show. And then Alexis, uh, who like they just play the, like the most vapid, but like with a lot of heart, to be honest, they're kind of like making fun of those people. But she's just like, um, ew, David, it's my turn to take a selfish like that. <laughs> I'm just like, I fucking love this show. I love it. Whoever watches Shit's Creek, they will get that. Uh, so, yeah, it's so they're just there's it's a wonderful problem to have. There are too many shows. Truly. There are just too many great shows out. And I love finding, and then my problem is then I just like, I'm like, well, I could start Shit's Creek. I should, could start Peaky Blinders, but I'm just going to rewatch Friday Night Lights again. <laughs> Friday Night Lights. <laughs> not Julie. Well. TV one. Well. no, Coach, who you talking about? Coach. Coach Tyler. I do think that you would like Shit's Creek because it makes you feel better. Like oh, it's that, that's that's what I like is, and I even like begrudgingly watched it because it was on the front of Netflix. I'm like, whatever. I keep yeah. seeing billboards for this. I'll yeah. watch it. That's where I'm at because I'm just like Eugene, love you, Catherine O'Hara. I love them both, and it's right there. I just haven't done it yet. It just and it has now like a huge cult following. Yeah. But like, um, it just it makes you feel good. like I love watching it and just like it's so um the stakes are like not like it's just uh what is it called escapism yeah so it's it's great. Yeah. All right. Shit's Creek. It's on. It's on the to do. It's in the queue. Um, the next question is what are you not doing that you wish you were? What am I not doing? I wish that I was doing a gratitude list. Okay. I used to do those and I think they're so helpful. Is no that matter- what it just what it sounds like? Yeah, where you list, you know, whatever you're thankful for that day or even just doing five things. I think we get into a rut of like these are all the things going wrong with my life. Yeah. And they would make us in trauma therapy, we had to do a gratitude list. But I mean, my therapist always recommend it. And it really starts to rack up. Yeah. And you kind of go back to the basics. Like all my gratitude list is always my dog. I'm like, I'm so obsessed with her. Love her. Uh, <laughs> What's my her name? apartment Molly. Molly, sure. Molly, she's so cute. She's a beagle mix. She's a beagle and a Boston Terrier. So just she just looks like a miniature beagle. She's perfect, yeah. She's perfect in every way. Absolutely. Um, but it's just that in my apartment and like uh, you know, my best friend, and it'll just be like I'm really actually grateful and lucky, but it can be hard even even with some of the success that I've had, because then you compare yourself. Every level that you get to, you just compare yourself to the next level. Of course. Um, and that's really dangerous it's unhealthy it's so unhealthy yeah i definitely agree with you and i and one problem that i try to be aware of because it is i just think it's a part and parcel of living in any capacity anywhere is the just like 
the the focus, the deep focus on the things that you don't have or what you are yeah. working towards that you don't, and the negatives, and not stopping to appreciate what you do have. It is, it's it's very real because it's, it's, it's unhealthy. And it usually takes leaving LA. Like I feel like when I'm doing my best, it's because like every other week, even if it's for like 24 hours, and even if it's just go driving to a campsite, yeah, like getting out of LA, kind of getting out of the stream and just kind of like breathing, I will always cut down on the, when I'll go back, I'll, I will leave with a list of things that are stresses or things that are bothering me. And by the time I'm going back home, I have been like, I've been worried about that. Like, oh shit. Like I can't, I don't, you know, just checking things off. Yeah. Gives you perspective and focus and appreciation. I always love that quote. That's like, remember when you wanted the things that you have now. Yeah. You know, when yeah. I think of when I moved here, I actually lived back when I was scarily poor. I lived in a one bedroom with two other girls. It was the size of this studio. It was crazy. A one bedroom yeah. with three adult humans in it Jesus and their dog. Christ. And so and we were all struggling. Like one was a musician and, and another I think she was a writer. But it was, you know, um, they took me in. We were all like poor. It was really sweet, actually. Like we would go grocery shopping together and the musician would like play on her keyboard while I would write and stuff. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, and it, it's just like I don't. I mean, there's something super romantic about that idea. Yeah. But I'm like the version I'm picturing is like really well lit. Whereas I'm sure, you know, whereas like I'm sure in real I life. I mean, it was like that. I'm it's sure like, it was also you know, had its the, moments of like, the street, this Definitely. Tough, because then when you're three, you're gonna end up getting on each other's nerves yeah, when you're, definitely. you know, and it was, it was temporary, but still like it was something that now I look back and I'm like, oh, I wanted to be here and, yeah. and I don't really think I take enough time to appreciate that. Are you still in contact with them? Are they? Yeah. Yeah. They're also really busy. And That's so we awesome. all, one of them, uh, so the musician ended up working with Will I Am. I think she like put really? out. A, yeah. And so to me that's like really cool like we all were so we all were like struggling so bad and we'd go to the dollar store and get like trail mix and that was our dinner and yeah. then and then it's just you know the hustle and the grind and and yeah. um well, but build, yeah i, I mean, need to appreciate builds character if nothing else well, that you know straight tells I mean? stories like, yeah yeah i mean yeah have you written that show yet you know i know i need to <laughs> three like, girls and a dog yeah <laughs> three girls a dog so, and a pizza place yeah i was gonna say and nothing else <laughs> yeah. Three girls, a dog, and no money. <laughs> well, speaking of which, is it trail mix? What is your favorite food? My favorite food is uh, well, I have food allergies, which sucks. Uh, yeah. But I guess this is <laughs> meat. <laughs> just straight up meat. Just like handfuls of just fucking raw. My like, friends make fun of me because I'll eat like what is called like a bucket of meat. Or like a I raptor. Just, because I can't, <laughs> I can't have I can't have gluten or dairy, um, and I can't really I don't do well with nuts and like a bunch of random crap. Ah, trail so, mix would have must have rocked your world. Well, yeah. So I developed food allergies. I see. And. Um, yeah, and so and so whenever I go somewhere, I used to be vegan. That's a crazy thing. I loved being vegan yeah. uh, for a multitude of reasons. But then when I was diagnosed with my autoimmune stuff and it was like my health was really bad, it was like I just had to start eating meat again. And I, like I said, I couldn't have soy, I couldn't have nuts. I couldn't have a lot of protein-based right. uh, things that vegans eat. And, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I just started <laughs> to eat meat. So I'm like... And I think it's my saving grace because people do give you shit when you can't have gluten. They're like, "Oh, really? 
like well yeah because yeah just it's almost like a few bad eggs ruined it yeah it's like you know people who they're like danny can't have gluten danny can't have dairy she can't have the queso or whatever i don't mean, i can have meat though like just yeah. put like get, sausage get in front of me yeah get a bucket <laughs> i'll eat the meal. ribs <laughs> a bucket um, any size the bucket can be big small and then just meat yeah, yeah. just whatever so people always joke KFC. I'll, go, I'll order <laughs> like i was at uh the alamo draft house and you know they've served like dinner there and i couldn't have so i just got like they have like a 14 inch hot dog and i just ate it without a bun so i'm just like eating a wiener <laughs> like, just straight up there are worse things yeah there so, are worse things so meat sure dude bucket of meat or just straight up a straight up meat a bucket of meat is so wonderful <laughs> yeah, it's like so specific and so vague that's because i, I was at the that. airport i think it was maybe lax i was at the airport and i couldn't have a bunch of like the what they had for breakfast like yeah. the pancakes and whatever but they had sausage and bacon and so they just sure. gave me a bucket like a little thing and they just stuffed it with meat, and i just sat there in the terminal and everyone could smell it but you were like this is this yeah. is wonderful mm-hmm. this is my favorite food I mean, honestly, God, I, I I think that's that's what I want for dinner tonight. It's a bucket meat, of meat. I'm down. Meat. I'm so down. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Uh, my favorite movie is Fool's Russian. Okay. With Matthew Perry and Selma Hayek. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, it has, no one said say, that one yet. Yeah, I would say close second is Something's Gotta Give, which is so funny you were saying that. Classic. Uh Fools rush in. I really, I mean, it's kind of like my life. It's like she, her family, uh, her Mexican family, like is trying to accept this guy, and like they, they just have like. And this, this is clash. like Matthew Perry prime, right? Yeah, this Matthew Perry, like Lee Chandler, being uh huh, yeah, banging. Um, he's fully banging. Yeah, and I love Selma Hayek. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And it's just like a '90s nostalgic. Yeah. Great. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, say no more. Yep. Friends is another one I could do a, a deep dive on because I would, I know it would just be nostalgia at this point because I remember watching it with my mom. Yeah. You know, like young. Um. Okay. The next question is what are you doing that you wish you weren't? What am I doing that I wish I weren't? This is really dumb, but like I've now addicted to coffee and coffee creamer. Mm-hmm. Anytime together, I together, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I was gonna say, anytime I used to have, I never would normally drink coffee. But when I did, right, I would drink it black, like sure. straight. Yeah, that was me. However, in our writers' room, somebody bought this coconut creamer, and I swear to God, it is not. I don't look at how much I put, but apparently, I put more than everyone your, else. Your coffee is like fucking beige. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. I'll watch everyone else do, and they do like a drop. They'll do like a little dip. And I'm like, what am I doing? Half yeah, you my drop cup of coffee. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm doing like a cup of creamer. And I, I really like coffee shots with a shot of creamer. <laughs> and it's just this is yeah, this is like such <laughs> this is such a vanilla thing to say. But um yeah, it's just not healthy because like I looked up in the ca- like the amount of calorie like because I have a trainer and so I've been work he weighed me today and my weight's gone up like five pounds and I'm just like it's just because I'm having this creamer every single day and Fuck, like because I'm working a, it's, it's just so good though. oh it tastes like yeah, caramel see. candy and uh yeah, what I, I was it. gonna say is it's just like I'm in this writer's room all day so I end up having this is really I end up having like three to four cups of coffee. Yeah. Because you're using your brain. Oh, you're yeah. in a room with all writers. You guys are all pitching. You all and, have to be funny. You all have to be on point. And once and you like, start down that path, I mean, you're just yeah. deeply addicted. Yeah. 
So anyways, <laughs> I wish I wasn't doing that. Sure. I'm, I hope I wean myself off. Okay, you're going to get there. Okay, thank you. By the time you meet Mr. Wright in yeah. 11 months? Yeah. Yeah. I have you're... 11 months. He might be the one who gets you off of the creamer. Maybe. Ugh, that's exciting. I'm excited for that love. Uh, what's your favorite sport to play? Dance. Yes. I used to be on my high school dance team. Yeah? What kind of dance? were you? Was it like hip hop? Yeah, it was a mixture of everything. But we Missy did, uh, yes, we boom, actually boom, did boom. a Missy Elliott song boom, at like boom, our spring, boom. our spring whatever performance. Yeah. But I was on the drill team at Frisco, Texas. Hey, my Lord, no, you were not. Yes, I <laughs> no was on the boy. drill team. Mm-hmm. I knew, I knew, I knew you from we, <laughs> we had the big cowboy hats sure. that were like bedazzled and yes. the Rockettes, uh, Rangerettes, actually, the Rangerettes makeup and yeah. my, uh, both of my coaches were former Rangerettes. So, yeah. When you danced to like Missy, you know, mm-hmm. were you one of the dancers who was mouthing it? Oh, yeah, I do do dance. that. They would tell me to stop. <laughs> They're like, Danny, stop mouthing the that song. Was whenever, like, you know, within, especially within school, I had friends who were, were doing it and we'd go watch. That was, like, what me and my buddy were, like, we were looking for that. <laughs> the favorite thing to see someone, like. I was it. That was me. It's <laughs> the best. Yeah. Ah, nice. Mm-hmm. But they tell you to stop. They're like, don't. You're Yeah, don't it. do it. You're yeah. not supposed to do you're not that. Supposed to. The music's supposed to be in the back. You're not yeah. yeah. It's weird. What do you do? Like, I understand when <laughs> we were doing Drill Team, we had to have our faces plastered smiles. Like, when you watch the Rockettes, it's yeah. just like yeah, huge yeah. smiles. Yeah. You actually put Vaseline on your teeth oh. so that you can keep doing that. And so that, like, your our red lipstick, like, wouldn't go on our Whoa. teeth. But, yeah, you put Vaseline so that you can keep that huge. Yeah. That... So it doesn't go dry. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, That's a lot. Of, that's a lot. But with Missy and like hip hop songs, that's creepy if you just yeah. have this huge smile. So I'm like, what do I even do with my face? <laughs> yeah, you gotta be either like that or just hella serious. Like, mm-hmm. Totally. Then, like, yeah, even that. It's like, why am I being so serious about this? Yeah. Dance is hard, man. I love dance. It's cool. Do you do you ever do you like do you? Uh, I know if there's like dancing now. Do you go like to different places or not really, you, not really as much? But I need to get back into it. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I don't dance well. I mean, I can. I have rhythm, but I just, I just, my whole thing is, I'm just gonna go look as pretty much as stupid as possible. You just have to commit to it, and it's just committing to just whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen. Yeah. I had to take my voice out of my head, and I'm not like being a total asshole over there, but I, I definitely just kind of do my own thing. Like I stand out. I think. I would just commit. You know, all in. Stand out above the crowd. <laughs> my God. And mouth the words. I will mouth the words if I know them. <laughs> Um, what is your favorite country other than the USA? Wow. You can't say the USA because wow. otherwise everyone Unpatriotic. would. Otherwise everyone would say it and we can't just have that. Uh, Mexico, you know, it's where my ancestors are from. And where in Mexico? My abuela, kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um, but. Do you uh, speak Spanish? Not fluently. I can read it really sure. well. And yeah. then I speak it like, you know, Spanglish. Right. Spanglish for sure. But reading it really well and like when I hear it. But when you're with a native speaker, it's like, oh, I need yeah. you to pause. Yeah. Like, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's just such a beautiful culture. I feel our culture and heritage is so uh my brother has passed on making tamales with my Love niece that. and nephew. Love yeah. That. 
and we got her it was really funny when my niece was born Moana came out and so like that was what we gave her we were like we just want something that kind of looks like you (laughs) whatever the closest thing we can find and she became obsessed with Moana which she called Mana yeah. Mana. Oh, I love that. Um, and then when Coco came out, I'm like, oh, now I'm like got rolling it. up my sleeves. Got I got it. her the Coco guitar. Sure. It's like white and you like it turns gold when you strum it. She has like a Coco, uh, like one of those little golden house books and like all of love it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love so we're that. trying to, and Selena got her a bunch of, got sure. her like my first Selena book or whatever. <laughs> so um, definitely trying to make sure that they are are, you know, abreast of our culture sure do you know do you know where mexico your family like comes from or do you still have family in mexico yeah okay. yeah um you know my abuela was from acapulco okay so uh cool but she came here i don't even know the year that she came um, yeah that'd here. be that'd be extra credit and then my abuela was a mexican man that actually lived in san antonio his okay. family was from san antonio i'm not sure what part of mexico they were from or before they were there but he uh served in the navy okay which is really cool because i always remind people i think when they hear vet they think of one particular type of person sure but um he was a mexican man that served in the u.s navy my brother-in-law served in the marines and now my little brother is serving in the navy wow so we're actually i guess latinos are like the most decorated uh uh, Glory Calderon Kellett was telling me that because she is a showrunner for one day at a time, and her lead character is a vet and a woman yeah. and a Latina. So um, that's awesome. But yeah, that's a cool fact mm-hmm. that people should be. Aware well, of. even crazier is the reason why I don't know all of the places that my family has lived is because when my abuela came here, it was because her husband had been assassinated. Fuck. He was a Mexican politician who was assassinated. Sure. She came here. And then met my grandfather. Holy moly. It's crazy. My family yeah. has a lot of like sorted. Yeah, sure. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's Have you done like the 23andMe or anything like that? Um, I've done, actually, I think my my uh, uncle did like a, a family tree. Okay. Like finding all of our family. We have a lot I of I find path. it endlessly fascinating. It is. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. The uh, so Mexico, great, great at the country, of course. USA, number one. So I can't believe we can't do that. What's your favorite restaurant? My favorite restaurant. I um, I feel like this is so, like, like not great of an answer. But I shop a lot at Creation, which is a juicery. Sure. Because of all my food allergies, they are the yeah. one people who care. Okay, They've here's the thing. It. This is not. Uh, sponsored content even though I love them and if you want to sponsor me fine they have a <laughs> they have a gluten-free dairy-free brownie there and it like I can it changed everything yeah because most gluten-free dairy-free stuff tastes, tastes like shit like that. yeah yeah tastes exactly like it but I have to say that they're my favorite just because of the amount of money I spend there I'm there every single they week better be your favorite yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but they but they Oh, they make bone broth. See, there's my meat mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and their bone broth doesn't taste like anyone else's bone broth. I don't know why. Like my creation. I've, I've made bone broth before, where you get marrow bones yeah. and you put them you in it. your crock pot. They put something extra in theirs. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, what are you, you know? What else are you? At? It's just like a ton of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. It tastes really good. Creation's great. Creation. That's like the most See? LA thing I've ever said. But that's great. You got to own it. That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, I think it's because I can actually eat there, whereas that's other huge. places that's got to be important. Like, Get it yeah. in a bucket. 
Yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, we hit my my girlfriend was doing um like whole thirty stuff. Yeah. For a little while, and it was like trying to find the things that still tasted good because there were like different varieties of like you know tortillas and there was like oh this one's actually good this one tastes like cardboard though mm-hmm. you know so it's like i bet you just got to find it and then it's like all pretty delicious you know yeah um that's my perspective i know nothing what uh what's your favorite time of day oh i like morning yeah it's a fresh start yeah i like morning and i'm not a morning person <laughs> see okay see that's i was about to say that's my life it's like when I'm up and I'm yeah. like feeling kind of good and it's early, I'm like, this is my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But it almost never happens. Yeah. It's, I just feel like I'm drowsy and like I just chugged NyQuil <laughs> and, you know, when my alarm goes <laughs> off and I have so much to do in the morning, but it is my favorite time because yeah. it's like, especially if you can like get up before the rest of the city has gotten up. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It, it's, I feel like, and then I do stuff, and by the time I'm done, I'm like, it's the time that I would normally get up. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is great. There is somebody, and I'm sorry, listeners, if I've mentioned this, because I feel like I've mentioned this before in, in past pods, but um, there was somebody, and I feel like it was on like This American Life or Radio Lab or someone where it was a bit who was talking about his favorite time of day is three in the morning. Was it three or four? Mm. I think it was four in the morning, and he gets up every day at four, three, thir- three to four in that, that time. Cause he's like the night owls are going to bed and the morning people aren't up yet. And it's like the one time in 24 hours where like nobody's around. Yeah. And he's like, I get up and I walk and I bask at in, in four in the morning. Wow. And I was like, Whoa, that's a whole thing. A little oh too early gosh. for me. That might also like affect, <clears throat> does he go back to sleep? I don't know. I mean, sometimes I think that was a question. He was like, yeah. I think usually I'm up, but sometimes I go back to bed, but I think I'm usually like, usually up wow like, fuck. i hope he's going to sleep at like yeah. eight <laughs> he, he mean my god yeah otherwise that's you need to get your eight trouble. hours i love that that's a thing because i need it my eight hours i'm struggling um when you were a little danny yeah running around doing your thing what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a vet. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I wanted to be a vet. I love animals. And then I found out that they have to put them down. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's not a part of the just, equation. They just ruined it. Yeah, yeah. I just want to help them. I don't want to put them down ever. Um <laughs> And I'm sure like that's mo- it's so funny because all the people that became vets, like they were like the rest of us, but they actually carried it out. Right. You know, you think it. of that when people were like, I want to be a firefighter. But then they like actually went and yeah. did it like they, they, it was like they did the, the whole time. Yeah. Whereas us, yeah, we're from, like, oh, from wire to wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So I wanted to be a vet. I used to have like a ton of stuffed animals and, and my- they were in perfect health. Yeah, they were all in perfect health. Damn, you were good. I think I just wanted to pet animals. I think that's actually what I wanted to do. Really, what you need to do is just volunteer at a rescue. Yeah, or that's something. exactly what that's I wanted all I to need be to do. Yeah. a professional volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, you needed like to be walking down the street and someone's like, quick, I need someone to come love all these puppies. I got to go. And you're like, I'll do it. You know? Oh my gosh. Here's my business card. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's me. Professional mm-hmm. petter. No, what I do is I just kind of lay down and I let them out of the cage and then they all just run on top of yeah, me. Yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to be. Yeah, and I and, cry happy tears. Well, if you think about it, I bet in their books, like little kid books, it's just like when they talk about vets, it only shows them doing good things. Oh, yeah. They're smiling. The dog's wagging mm-hmm. its tail. Everyone's in good health. 
yeah. and they're petting him. Yeah. Yeah, putting putting the dog down, that would get old real quick. Well, I mean- I'd be, it, I'd be like, I know I should be strong for the person who's putting their dog down, but I'd be crying. Like, yeah. It be good. It's just hard and like diagnosing with cancer and like all the things you have to deal with. And it's just like, yeah, I couldn't it do takes it. takes the fun out of it. <laughs> God. <laughs> Definitely necessary, but yeah. Yeah, important. Important work. Important work, but yeah. No. Not for me. No. No, no, no. I've, again, I'm a dog petter, mm-hmm. dog lover. Um, that's it. Yeah. I'm not going to put anybody down. No. Uh, what's your favorite cartoon? My favorite cartoon. Oh, that's why you said it couldn't be a cartoon. Exactly. It wasn't allowed to be because there's this Oh, one. I guess I have to say, I mean, this totally counts because it's animated. Go. Uh, is Dragon Ball Z because yes. it's tattooed on me. I have a Goku you? and Vegeta tattoo right there. <laughs> oh, shit. I totally yes. do. So this was born out of like a, a real love of it when it was yeah. when you were younger. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was that or if it was like you were being ironic. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's so rude. No, I'm no just I don't kidding. mean that. I just um, didn't know because I like I know people who legit love it from the beginning. I it it missed me uh-huh. and that I just it just wasn't around. But I know mm-hmm. people like within the comedy world I could see just being oh, totally. like, let's dive into Dragon Ball Z because why not? That's so niche. Yeah. Well Toonami was the big like on Cartoon Network, I think was responsible for exposing a lot of our generation to anime. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, we had we had like Sailor Moon and we had Pokemon. Was Pokemon pre Dragon Ball yeah. Z? Okay. Well, well, over here, right, yes. right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What I over mean. here, right. Um, yeah, DBZ came out in '86, so I don't know. I think Pokemon uh, was in it '86. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, in no, Japan. Oh, in Japan. Uh, uh, yeah, Dragon Ball. Okay, Dragon Ball came before DBZ. It's Goku when he's little, and okay. then and then DBZ came out with Goku as an adult gotcha. and then they've then then they did like GT and super they've done like a ton of different it's a big franchise but uh I was exposed to it on Toonami and uh the funny thing is we didn't have one they didn't have all of the episodes dubbed and they switched over the dubbing <laughs> like it was Ocean's uh dubbing first and then it switched to Funimation who still owns it okay. and dubs it and and owns also like My Hero Academia and a bunch of other things here in the States. And uh, and so we only had like 18 episodes, but they were like, but it was you like know, cliffhangers. Crazy. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah. And then they would replay those same episodes. <laughs> yeah. Cause, and, and that's where, and yeah. so there's a meme you've probably seen or heard, and it'll be like, next time on Dragon Ball Z. And so you'd be thinking like, holy crap, next time Freeze is going to come and oh my God. Yeah. And then they would just never get to it. <laughs> And so then the next episode would be starting yeah, from episode one. Nuts. And so you'd watch all of Toonami, you know, Gundam Wing is on there and right. Tenchi Muyo and like a bunch of, but, but like a whole anime block. And it was a huge block. It was the afternoon block yeah. when you would, when you would get home, you know? And so Nickelodeon was playing, which I also love was playing like, Hey Arnold. Yeah. And Doug. No, again, like I had a, a couple of my like really good friends were super into that, the anime yeah. world. And so like, I remember going to their house after school. And just being like, what the fuck did right. I just watch? They're like, like in a different realm. Yeah, no, like I blew my mind. Yeah. I'd, I'd leave being like, I don't know what I just watched, but it was exciting. Like yeah. at the very least, that was crazy. You know? Yeah, like and, we're all watching like Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and they're like, yeah. d- you know, uh, watching One Piece or something. And, <laughs> Ed, Ed, and, and Naruto. So good. But yeah, so, so to me though, it was like, because I, you know, I'd watch like Hey Arnold and stuff. And then when DBZ popped out, it's like grown ass men. Yeah. They like have rippling muscles. And I was like, yeah. oh, what is this? Yeah. You know, I was like, element, element, I was like fifth grade ish. And so I was like, oh, well, I definitely developed a crush on him. Yeah. Long story short, I ended up, uh, I would write like fan fiction online. I'd be in like DBZ chat rooms. And then when I got older, 
uh, and moved here, Funimation gave me my first ever hosting gig at San Diego Comic Con. And That's so then, amazing. and I've, done, I've hosted with them a ton. Was that something you'd been pursuing? No, it okay. kind of just, just, I actually, okay, amazing. so it was the same thing that happened with Ify, my co-host, where I was just tweeting Dragon Ball jokes all the time, and Funimation followed me, because uh, I had like a follow, I had like 16K followers, I would say, and mm-hmm. I was like tweeting my dumb jokes to them, and I messaged them, and I was like, hey, do you guys need help at Comic-Con? And they were like, yeah, actually, we could use some help, and so that's how that's that awesome. happened. So I got a tat. I always wanted a tattoo, and I figured, like, what is the one thing that I've loved since I was little and I'll always love? And so that's why I got good. I'll say good. That's a good reason. Yeah. If you you can fit anything into that for a tattoo, that's the way to go. Like, what is the thing that won't change? Yeah. That's forever. Yeah. And it's a cool one. Yeah. They're silhouettes. It's minimalist. So it's just the silhouettes of their heads. It's really cool. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Um, All right. I'm interested how you answer this one. Um, Favorite season. Fall. I was waiting for awards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I already did that joke. I was going to see if it was coming back. Fall. I am, like I said, a horror yeah. baby. I love oh, yeah. Halloween is now September 1st. Yeah. September 1st, they're you. like Halloween. Yeah. All the Jack Skellington at Hot Topic is out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like always there, but still. But are it's you like double stoked on it though? Like, are you like, yes. Yeah, but the thing is, is that we don't get fall. So like literally yes. a week ago, it felt like fall here. And I was like, it, it feels like fall. Like the leaves are finally falling off the trees yeah. in January. January. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, it it doesn't feel like fall here except for the all the seasonal stuff and all the Halloween parties and right. the pumpkin spices out and everything everything at Trader Joe's is pumpkin. And so I love everything about fall. The thing that I miss the most is being in school. I miss being like in elementary school and they'd have you color pumpkins right, and they would right. decorate the room. And then everyone and like, shows up in their costumes. But yeah, not even Halloween, but like also just, just like- Just the fall in general. Yeah, yeah, like you, The I know people love, like I see other writers tweeting about this, like getting fresh new pencils and like yeah. all your, you know, all your school stuff and it's all fresh and they're like having you do like coloring assignments and it just- you know, feels really good and like I miss that. And every time I drive sure. by a school and I see the lights on inside, I'm like, oh man, that classroom must look so cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they have their little like, their leaves and it has like their yeah. goals written on them. And yeah. <laughs> they outline their hand and now it's yeah. the back of a turkey. For sure. <laughs> they have like a little pilgrim's sure. hat. Yeah, everywhere. They're yeah. covered in them. I love fall. Yeah, fall's great. I do love fall. Fall and winter. But I know what you're saying about like it, LA being deceiving about time of year. Like I love Christmas, and so I've like mm-hmm. wait for Christmas, and I'm so excited, and I force Christmas vibes onto me and everyone around me. Yeah. But I don't think I feel naturally Christmassy until about a week from now. Really? Yeah, because it just is like because I'm so used to it being cold for a while before. Yeah. Like that was childhood, as it would get cold, and then you'd have Christmas after a while. But like in November in LA, it's like 90. No, and it's, then it's true. like, and However, then all of a sudden it's Christmas, and you're like, say what? Yeah, I did like this year that it rained a lot. Yes, because I was like, oh, this since. feels like fall slash yeah. winter. This year was a little different. It was like raining hardcore on Thanksgiving, yeah. and like, I do love Christmas. I know, like, it's so funny because I'm so vocal about mental health, and a lot of people have a hard time around the holidays. But for me, Christmas is such a even if I'm by myself. I'm like, hell yeah, just like rocking out to Mariah Carey's Christmas album yeah. and like everything is all decorated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually have depression after Christmas. After it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and me too. Yeah. And I don't deal with that. Just like throwing my tree away. I'm like, 
I am a psychopath in that I pack my tree up like the night of. <laughs> Do you? I'd like I totally understand that. Because it's like, all right, you want to go? Then go. I'm like, it's you done. Don't love me? I think technically you can keep people that have it until now is wild, but you t- typically keep it until New Year's. I sure. think like that's the rule. It's sure. like, you know, it's still ish. But it anytime someone tries to kind of play like it's Christmas and it's December twenty eighth, I'm like, you're not fooling anyone. It yeah. is not Christmas anymore. There's it my tree goes down once I'm like I look at it and it makes me sad. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's not Christmas. I'm like Christmas over. In fact, it's the furthest it could ever be from Christmas. (laughs) And then like I have that realization, I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Then I'm out just like cleaning out pine needles because I had to like drag the thing out through my apartment building. You know? Yeah. So the whole process. Yeah. So I I I don't know. I pack mine up like Christmas Day. And it feels good, good because good I like starting the new year clean. Yeah, and like starting the new year like all organized. I was gonna say I, I, I vibe on that too because I don't think mine ma- makes it till January. Yeah, I do think it makes it past Christmas Day, mm-hmm. but I do, <laughs> <laughs> but I think in those five four or five days afterwards, at some point it's gone. Yeah, it has to. But I love it. What's your favorite hobby? It can't be sports. Is that people's favorite hobby? I guess. I mean, my me and my brothers. It was just like sports, everything. Um, yeah, no, that makes it. I almost went to a sports thing. I was gonna be like lifting. Okay. Um, See, damn it, I can't even talk about that shit. Yeah, you can't even talk about lifting. Fuck. It's out. Damn it. You thanks, know, thanks this a lot, is, Dad. This is really scary because my therapist always asks me this, and I don't have extra hobbies. Yeah, well, and also like, how, who? This is such like a question for kids when you yeah. like, I collect paper clips because Bert does it. It's like, <laughs> what's a fucking hobby? I don't have time for a hobby. I go suck at golf. Mine are sport. so sad. It's like watching TV. Or, right? And I don't even watch that too, too much TV. Um, no, I, I guess I'm, I listen to a lot of books on Audible. Good. This is That's like good. brought to you by Audible. <laughs> Pay me. Um, I, it's because I don't have time to re- physically read them. Yeah. So when I'm like cleaning, driving, walking my dog, like I'll yeah. go through books and I feel really accomplished. And I forget that that counts because people are like, what books did you read this year? And it's like, oh, none. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, I actually listened to like six. So that yeah. counts. But there's like a stigma. Like, oh, cheater. Listen to. But I'm yeah, like, like, I listened to it by the author. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they yeah. like added extra things that your book didn't have. Yeah. So I win. Yeah. No, Audible's great. I need to get back on it. I was on it all the time. Just yeah. Need back on. I've I love it. It's great. Sometimes they'll have like free ones and I'll just I'll just listen just because and I listen I think one of their free ones was Duff McKagan, um, who's the basis for Guns N' Roses, had his autobiography oh. on there. It was dope. I was listening to them the other day. Came on when I was my, you know, my phone or whatever, and I was just like, "When's the uh, when's like the bio, biopic coming for Guns and Roses?" I know. Like, well, they the did a Motley Crue one, who's right? Who's gonna play Axel? You know, I don't know. Like, well, those he, guys kicked ass. They did, and listening to their story was wild. It's wild, man. And also, like all the I how know. they fell apart and just yeah. hated each other and shit. Well, and that was because of. Like Axel, I think to some extent. Oh yeah, but, it's like oh sure. Yeah, yeah. but it was lots uh, of drugs, egos. We were talking at my work about some kind of monster. The um, why am I blanking? Oh my gosh, I almost said the, at first I said the Nirvana, and then I was going to say the Nickelback. <laughs> Wait, no, why am I um, uh, the. Why am I, Metallica? There we go. Yeah, okay. Holy crap! No, it's whatever. Four p.m., five p.m. I'm You're doing out great. of it. 
um, the Metallica documentary, and they like actually had a therapist that they were talking to. You yeah. can watch it; I think it's on Netflix. Okay, but um, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they're all you know, drugs, alcohol, rock and roll. It, yeah, like breaks people up. But it was That'll great. I recommend his. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> what is your or who is your favorite monster? Ooh. I was I guess it's the devil. <laughs> sure. Satan. The ultimate. <laughs> Beelzebub? <laughs> Lucifer? Sure. Um I have the biggest crush on Satan. I have the biggest <laughs> crush on the devil. There is an episode of The Twilight yes. Zone um called The Howling Man. It's it's my favorite episode um which is fascinating. My favorite episode changes like through the years as yeah. i was thinking with your color question like my favorite color has changed right. over sure, time of course my favorite twilight zone episode has changed over time there's one called the howling man and it's great if you want to watch something it's you know in black and white and it opens on like this castle and it's rainy and it's like all of the amazing tropes that you love yeah and they essentially have captured satan and they're trying to convince people not to let him out of this cage and he howls and in order to do the episode they mixed like they had a man howl and it didn't sound right and they had a wolf howl and so they combined them and so oh, it's so like the it's a man creature man wolf, man, wolf whatever sure. howl but the guy who plays him is smoking hot <laughs> and i have <laughs> a i have a um oh god so hot and i have a i was dating an artist and he painted like the howling man for me so i have it oh, i have a twilight yeah. zone wall of art but awesome. yeah it was really fascinating because i asked um after joker came out i was just on twitter and i was thinking like who is the biggest villain of all time and i was like it has to be the joker like that's you know he's just so he's iconic favorite. yeah i mean i mean I, well i said who's the most iconic villain in pop culture history that right. was the question right and to me it was the joker but then i realized people would say darth vader and so okay. i was like okay when i think of and, and people are like he's not even that good but i'm like oh i wasn't asking about what's no, good iconic. i was saying what's who's the most, most iconic recognizable. most recognizable yeah. throughout history throughout pop culture history yeah and like has evaded like you know you see artwork of him here you'll you know he's referenced in like the simpsons episode he's referenced you know right 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 like right. who has who has uh infiltrated all of pop culture and somebody responded and said satan and it's a hundred percent true and i was like i never thought yeah. that yeah and you are and i said fictional because people were like donald trump blah, blah blah and i'm like you know i'm like right, right, right. look i'm trying to talk about like you <laughs> yeah. know fictional so i said <laughs> yeah. the most the fictional iconic blah blah, blah. um and someone said satan and i was like that's blew ding, my ding, mind ding, ding. it's 100 percent true because they're depicted in everything, everything. i mean Simpsons, different depictions Park, of them whatever yeah and also like you know horror films comedies yeah. like just entire tv shows about yeah. him and the most popular book of all there's time religions like, yeah you know what I mean? Isn't that crazy there's, there's like a whole thing there. you know and and you know fictional whatever depending on whatever you believe in but still like to me it's just fascinating of like the the most famous monster of all time oh yeah for sure good answer Thank you. It was somebody yeah. else's, but I'm going to claim it. <laughs> no, it's yours. Thank you. Enjoy it. Uh, favorite teacher ever. Oh, my gosh. Favorite teacher ever. Ever. Mm. Matt, Matt Beisner is my... Matt Beisner is my voice coach. Okay. He does voice 
coaching for like acting, not like not voice acting, not like singing, although I'm sure he can do those, mm-hmm. but just how to use your voice in a scene, like yeah. how to be more emotionally present. Well, yeah, and if and if you are, if you are, if your voice is grounded and not affected, it just it's a gateway to I think Yeah, stuff. and also to so that your voice isn't like giving you away and like just mm-hmm. it's so fascinating. We've learned in class like there's no wrong and what I was going to say is he's like totally transformed. I've <laughs> seen like so many different teachers and stuff and he he just teachers go to him. Yeah. Like that's how good he is. And uh he's also weirdly not weirdly, I guess they're connected, but he's a dog trainer here in LA. Gotcha. And I guess that does have to do with like your sure. the voice and like Being your in complete control of your inflection and yeah. your purpose. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That make, that so make he sense. like trains, I guess, like celebrities, dogs and stuff. Um, and and also people <laughs> and um, rehabilitate. He rehabilitates he, dogs and trains, it, people. Trains, trains people. There you go. Caesar. There he is. <laughs> he we what we learned is kind of like what whatever you're feeling is correct for the character because you are the character sure and it was really hard to break people out of because people would be like i want to cry like you know we come in there and you're having uh, every actor is having like a shitty <laughs> a shitty week to be honest of it's course. like it's so brutal the industry oh is so God. brutal yeah. and so it was a really open place where you would check in you know the first 10 minutes we would check in and people would cry you know whatever and he'd have you get up and do your scene and they're like i just want to cry and he was like well then cry and he was like and they're like no that is not correct for the scene she's getting you know whatever like this part parking ticket and he was like no that's really funny so like then they would they would just like start crying over something trivial like maybe i don't know someone ate their cheese in the fridge or whatever and they're just bawling bawling because they actually are having a really hard week and then it's really sad but then we're all starting to laugh because it's just hilarious and so there's so much because like anytime there's pure emotion and it's pure and it's truth it, it, I mean, it, it. That's what a wonderful scene of someone finding out that their someone ate their to go food that they had in the fridge. Yeah, and it was like you can do this. Phenomenal. There's no right way to do a scene, right? And so it's like you could do this angry, but then you're literally playing at the scene, like you're you're doing the emotion that, like the words that are coming out. You're already saying you're angry. So if you're doing right. it and you're crying or or laughing. You know, is another one where it's like if sometimes we break into like giggle fits that you can't stop laughing, but you're like at a funeral, right? Which to me is like that's just fascinating. Sa- yeah, fascinating, Endlessly. right? I could watch that forever. Yeah. So he was really great about that, about like uh, going from where you you're at. Yeah, I love that. And and so you're in this like a scene study type thing with him now. Yeah, it... I mean, I kind of, um, I like moved up in the class. Oh, wow. So okay, I'm, sorry. Like, he teaches like level one because he kind of has to like teach everyone the foundations. And then I've been training under him, though, for two or three years. So, cool. um, but like his, uh, now I'm under his like, you know, uh, uh, other teachers and stuff because they teach other levels and they're great. Rad. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, there you go, Matt Beisner. Uh, ooh, good luck with this one. Uh, favorite number? Um, I feel like that also changes. Oh, god, I think yes. eight. Sure, I don't know. It's why. like two little circles, and they're like yeah, stacked. It looks chill. like a curvy pinup model. That's right. So and I'm if you like it. turn it, it'd be infinity. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You could put little smiley faces in both. Yeah, and be like two happy guys. I like the number eight, a fine number. Wow, eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, H chill. Uh, oh, ready? This yes. is it. This is the last one. Can you believe oh, it? Oh, is it? Can you believe this? 
Are you shocked? N- yeah. Well, get used to it, because here it comes. Favorite holiday. I mean, yeah, Halloween. Yeah. Halloween, a hundred percent. Halloween, also the franchise, amazing. Um, <laughs> also, like John Carpenter, just like snatching up that name. Wow, good for you. Yeah. Just getting yeah. to name his good movie yeah. Halloween that, that came was, out on Halloween. Like how much? But I think of like yeah. the money of like how he got to capitalize on that. Because you know, even if the movie that which they're great, but like even if they weren't, like the fact that they come out, then you know, oh, Halloween season is, is yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also love, which is debatable what it is, but Nightmare Before Christmas, I mean, oh, sure. half of it's a Halloween movie. I, you know, I, I don't begrudge the person who says it's Halloween. I think it's more Christmassy, but mm-hmm. I think it fits. I think it fits more as a Halloween movie than I think Die Hard fits as, as a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, I think people just say know? that ironically. I think so too. Yeah. I don't, they have to, cause I'm like, I just don't, don't see it. Yeah. Um, what was your all-time favorite Halloween costume? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Well, I have so many. I have so many good ones. This <laughs> last year, I was Selena, and I was nice. like four different looks of hers because I was in like, one night. No, that would no. be sick. It's just because I got invited to like you know this weekend. Right. this person's having out. Well, and, and this weekend, because this year it fell on like a Wednesday, right? Yeah. So I there think. was like two weekends of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, I was Selena for like two different parties, like two different looks. Like I had her bustier and all that. And then my brother, I, I flew in actually to uh, go trick or treating with my brother's kids. And then I was wearing like her purple costume. Right. But one cool thing I did was uh, one year I was Rod Serling at WonderCon, LA Comic Con. At LA Comic Con. <sighs> It, they normally have it around Halloween, and so I was Rod Serling uh, from the Twilight Zone, but I had a spiral like down my back, or else nobody knew who I was. Right. I got a yardstick, I taped like the big spiral that looked like the Twilight Zone, and I put the yardstick down my back because without it, I just looked like I was in a tux, and so people <laughs> were like, "Pop." Pulp Fiction? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Reservoir Dogs? Um, they couldn't tell. And I had like a little cigarette. And then my friend was one of the pig doctors from Twilight Zone. So we'd like go oh, around together. Sick. Yeah. Do you have a, do you have like a white whale of a Halloween costume? Like something you've always wanted to be, but it's like too complicated or anything like that? Or is it the white whale? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> the white whale. <laughs> I just want to be a white, white whale. whale. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think I've been everything. Nice. I was also, like I said, like I dressed up on multiple occasions as Roxanne from a Goofy movie. That's so good. And I was also Lisa, who's the valley girl in there. She's like the blonde girl that like she has two lines. But it was because I went to. <laughs> I think scared the better. Yeah. Frankly. Well, that's it. Well, OK. So I went to there. They had an El Capitan, a 25th anniversary for a Goofy movie. And everybody was dressing up. Yeah. Right. Everyone that was going to it. It was like, you know, welcome. Costumes are welcome. And I knew everyone would be be Max. Well, everyone would be power line everyone would be roxanne and everyone would be stacy who's her friend right. with the braces and the hat the the felicity hat and i'm like no one is going to be lisa but next to everybody they'll know exactly who she is yeah um and there's this scene during power line when max is pretending to be power line and he ends up getting detention but there's a scene where he's dancing 
And he goes and flies over the crowd in his auditorium. And she's like, who's that guy? <laughs> and so when that scene came up in the movie, everyone looked at me. And I was just like, I did the line like really loud. Um, oh, and that's like her days. only line. Uh, I think was she has like one other the one. best you've ever felt in that moment? Well, I just loved how clever I was. That is good. I, I mean, I think someone might have been the two goth girls who are in it for like a second it's like you need to go when you know that everyone is dressing up as the main characters you have to go as like the side ones hell yeah that's just more fun yeah that's awesome yeah Yeah. because then you're like you don't also because you don't want to be like comparing your max to other someone yeah and they're like you know because i know i wouldn't do as good a job right i have to go oh and they did a costume contest and so they had us all get on stage and I, me- I remember like it ended up between being between me and this one other girl. And so I felt that was really cool That's because amazing. it was just like, yeah. That's when your fandoms paid off. Yep. Well, you did it. Can you believe it? 30 questions. That's it. <laughs> you went through them. We know so much about you. From Texas. From Texas. Kiwi assertion. Uh, <laughs> where can people follow you? What's going on? Tell uh, us about it. Uh, I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez on all the things. It's M S D A N I F E R N A N D E Z D E Z D A Z D A Z. Hey, my lord, y'all heard her. It's true. Um, yeah, I have a show called Nerdificent. It's wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we do it out of iHeart Studios, and we cover, like I said, nerd topics. And uh, we just did a whole one on. We did a five-part episode on like things from Star Wars. I saw that. Yeah, because people. I saw that. Okay, so I downloaded that those to list to be the ones to listen to. We we've been doing the show for almost two years, and we never tackled Star Wars because we it were seems like a little like in- intimidating. Yeah. A topic though, like talk about people like the gatekeepers of stuff. Well, is also like, our episodes are an hour long. Yeah, and. It's like there's so many podcasts that are only on Star Wars. Like that's all that they talk about. And I'm like, you can listen to, you know, I want to cover other things like, you know, Gundam Wing or whatever, Nintendo 64. And uh, so so we decided if we were going to cover Star Wars in the new year that we would tackle things that like not everyone talks about. So we talked about like we had a whole episode on the planets of Star Wars and then we had a whole episode on the fashion of Star Wars. So we kind of wanted to tackle it in a way that felt manageable. Yeah. No, it's funny. I'm I'm excited to listen to all of them, but I started listening to, I think the planets. Yeah. The planets Um, is great. That's amazing. But uh, you guys are both so charming. I'm excited to listen and keep going. Thanks. Um, But thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yay. We did it. And now off we go. Bye. All right. That was Danny Fernandez. That was awesome. What a funny, hardworking, awesome human being. Go get it, Danny. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, For Danny. So she's still, you can find all her stuff that she did with the Nerdist. That's still there. Uh, Natural Selection was a show I was watching earlier that I enjoyed a lot. Um, Currently, she's working on a podcast, Nerdificent. Um, That's nerd and then I-F-I-C-E-N-T. It's a really fun uh, podcast to check out. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram under the same handle at Ms. Danny Fernandez. That's M-S-D-A-N-I Fernandez. Um, So give her a follow. And then also something she's working on to keep an eye out for on HBO Max, 1% Happy, that she wrote and will be starring in. That's super dope. Very exciting. Uh, So good on you, Danny. Um, As for me... Yeah. Um, send any questions. 
You got any questions for the next guest or any questions for me, send them in. Clay at yellowpodsessions.com. Follow Yellow Pod Sessions on all social. We got um, on Twitter at yellowpodsesh, S-E-S-H. Um, Instagram at yellowpodsessions. Uh, check it out. Um, of course, share it with a friend, you guys. If you want to share an episode, do it. That's not not helpful. Um, so do that. But other than that, thank you, Your V1. Thank you, Quanta CBD. Thank you, Danny Fernandez. And thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next week. We'll have another great show for you. Uh, until then, you know, just like have a great day, you know, or night. If I, You could be listening to this at night. And then just, you know, good night. All right? So um, that's all. I'm going to leave. Yeah, I'm going to get out of here. I got stuff to do. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I should probably, I should probably go. All right, all right, guys. Okay, all right. See you. Okay, bye.